This is Valley Watch on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Good morning and welcome to Valley Watch, a show brought to you by our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting and hosted by the Phoenix Fire Department. My name is Allie Pardee. I am a public information specialist with Phoenix Fire, and we are here today with a very special guest. We have Assistant Fire Chief Tim Gamage. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Today is a very exciting day. We're, are, we are very excited and proud to celebrate Black History Month at the Phoenix Fire Department. And we know that our city and our fire department is representative of the community that we serve. And we honor diversity and we are very excited to look back at our history within the city of Phoenix and the Phoenix Fire Department. And so today we are going to talk about, you know, where the fire department has been, what we have done and what we continue to do to honor and celebrate diversity. And so to just kind of get started, do you want to give us a background about your service with the Phoenix Fire Department? How many years? Where have you worked? All that type of stuff. Okay, yeah. Uh, I started with the Phoenix Fire Department in 1991. I have 31 years, almost 32 years on the job right, right now. It's been a great career, great organization to become a part of. Uh, it's been an exciting career. I started out uh, at the bottom as a red shirt, and I've promoted my way on up, you know, to firefighter recruit, firefighter, fire captain, uh, battalion chief, division chief, deputy chief, and now assistant chief. So it's been a very exciting and rewarding career. Uh, I started out at the busiest station in Phoenix, Station 18, the Hammer. Uh, went on to downtown and station number one. I was on the digger down there. Uh, moved over once I got promoted to captain uh, to station 22, uh, the Rosier Dogs. Uh, all very uh, great places to be, and I learned a lot at each particular place. One of the key things about firefighting is family. So all of those places I had family, and I and and I. In contact with all of them today, whether they be retired or not, we're still family. So as I promoted to the uh, uh, chief officer position, that's been very rewarding, too, because now I get to help more than just four to six to eight to 12 people. Uh, I get to help a lot of a lot of folks. And that's been the rewarding thing about being a uh, firefighter. Very cool. And it's it's always fun to hear all the different nicknames that each station has in the trucks. And I know that each station takes so much pride in their truck and the names that they have. And when you talk about, you know, elevating to the position that you're at now with the chief officer um, title, we look at, you know, 31 years. That's incredible. And your, your, deep, or your roots are very deep with the fire department. And you talked about your fire family. And you also do have family that are around. I, I work with quite a few of them how how, you know obviously the fire service is all about mentorship as well can you talk about that level well in 2000 i became the president of the black firefighter association and that's when i started my mentorship uh, as far as in the organization we 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 help uh Folks that are trying to get on the job, we kind of let them know what to expect, and we mentor them through that process. And we went on to mentoring and, and engineer folks that wanted to become engineers, folks that wanted to become captains. And then once I became a chief officer, we started mentoring the folks that wanted to be uh, um, uh, uh, chief officers. Like they say, it's always good to have a mentor and mentor someone else. And that's just it just helps folks get to where they want to get to just a little bit quicker uh, by you being able to steer them through the roadblocks that they're going to have to go through. 
Totally. And it's very cool to see, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in in the rank of the fire department. Having a mentor along the way is so beneficial because we learn from one another and we help each other and we surround ourselves with other people to make us successful. And so that's what we do on a day to day level. Doesn't matter if we're if firefighters are in the field or they're on the second floor or they're at the training academy. We're always learning. And I think that that's something that we all take a lot of pride in. And knowing that whether it's learning about operations or whether it's learning about how we can be better teammates to one another, we have that institutionalized with the department. And so that leads us to talking about DEI and what the city of Phoenix has done in better visioning, you know, diversity, equity and inclusion. And I know that you've really taken this to heart and not only implementing it with what the city has planned, but also with the fire department. Do you care to um, share what you've been doing? with that? Well, it's it's an honor for me to be selected to be to head up that group as far as diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, it's, I'm just so blessed and proud to be a part of an organization that holds this as a value and, and really puts uh, action behind their words. So uh, I've taken that over as far as being one of the co-chairs of the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion uh, Committee. Uh, and what we've done so far is we've brought in some of the folks that started this with our organization. So uh, Captain Derek Johnson was a part of authoring uh, uh, the PFD way back in the day with uh, retire, retired Fire Chief uh, Denny Compton. They both were heavily involved in that period of time. And Denny actually uh, did a lot of the uh, uh, scribing of that PFD way, along with the help of his his co-chairs and Derek Johnson and those folks. So we brung those folks in. We got Derek just before he retired. And he kind of went over some of the, the issues at the time. And he went over uh, the, the, the printing of the PFD way. And then Chief Compton also came in and did the same thing. Uh, we've developed work groups to to uh, to kind of start our work with DEI. Uh, so we're looking at our policies, our procedures. Uh, we're looking at our promotional processes. We're looking at everything that we do to make sure that it's fair and equitable for everyone. Uh, and that's that's been the, the the greatness of the Phoenix Fire Department because we've demonstrated our diversity, equity, inclusion in all of our uh, processes throughout my time on the Phoenix Fire Department. And when we look at DEI, we know that this is we are always adapting and changing and there's always something to learn. And so I know that this has been implemented by the city and as the fire department, like you just said, we've always looked at how we can honor and celebrate and always, you know, adapt to our members and those that make up the Phoenix fire department. So when we look at what DEI has done and what we're doing, are there any, um, you know, we talked about those working groups. What are some major accomplishments that we're looking forward to or that we've recently celebrated? Well, I think one of the major accomplishments is, first of all, like I said earlier, is, is, is letting every, every member know that this is important to us. And we've come together. Uh, it's been well attended, almost uh, about 75 folks per meeting wow, that we've had. Awesome. So it's been well attended. We want all perspectives uh, because it's a, it's a difficult issue mm-hmm. uh, sometimes to talk about out loud, yeah. which we're doing uh, in society a lot. We're talking about a lot of hard to talk about issues, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's, the, it's the right thing to do. Uh, and so that's probably the, the, the biggest accomplishment right now is we've got everybody in the room yeah. and we're talking together. 
I think that's such a, an important thing to talk about because, like you said, it's not always an easy conversation or it, it's maybe uncomfortable for some people. But to have that conversation and know that we are in a safe place to talk about it, everyone is respectful of one another. And that's where you where change can happen when you hear of other people's experiences. Just because maybe you haven't experienced it doesn't mean that it's not true. And so I think that that's such an important topic to talk about when we look at not only DEI, but hyper-focused on February being Black History Month, knowing what has happened in the past and what we want to do going forward. And I recently had that conversation with Jarrell, who is now the current president of the UBFF. And, um, you know, as Phoenix Fire, we are very hyper-focused on social media and creating our messaging and sharing with the community. And throughout February, we will be partnering with UBFF to share their messaging, connect with the community, and knowing that that's that's what we do here at the Phoenix Fire Department. Yes, we respond to 911 calls and we put out fires or save people on mountain rescues, but we, we also want to just be engaged with our community. Can you talk about your experience? I know that you recently marched in um, the MLK Day March. What was that like? Well, you know, I make it a point to uh, march in the march every year, especially uh, when I became president of the Black Firefighter Association in 2000, because I want to celebrate those folks that made it possible for me to be in the position that I'm in right now. Uh, I'm in a great position. As you said, I've got five, six, five family members, hopefully six soon, (laughs) (laughs) on the fire department. This organization has been great for us. Mm -hmm. So Black History Month is a chance for us to to talk about black history, uh, celebrate black history. Everyone needs a role model that looks like them. Uh, And black history has has a lot of times been forgotten. It hasn't been written about as much. It hasn't been taught in our educational institutions. It's very important for folks to see somebody that looks like them, talks like them, uh, achieve the things in in society that we all want to achieve. So that's why Black History Month is important to me, and that's why I'm dedicated to doing whatever I can to spread the message about some of the major contributions that African Americans have made. Well, you answered my question before I even asked it. (laughs) I was going to ask what it means to you, because I think that that is something that's so crucial to everyone to to answer that and to take a moment to reflect about what, you know, not only just February as Black History Month, but black history in general. You know, we everybody's talking about it right now. We have two black quarterbacks for the first time in the Super Bowl. Like how we're making history. How cool is that? And so, you know, when we talk about the representation and the next generation of you want to see people that look like you in a position that you aspire to be, whether it's a NFL quarterback in the Super Bowl or whether it's a firefighter on a fire truck or a a police officer on a patrol car. And so I think we've gotten to this place in society where we there's been enough of history repeating itself and people are now having those uncomfortable conversations to see what we can do to change for the future. Right. Right. And so we sit here today. Announcing Black History Month and the Phoenix Fire Department celebrating that. And so do you have any plans the rest of the month that you'll be doing in your position? I know we have a really cool event with Hike with a Firefighter in the community that we'll be doing alongside of the Parks Department to promote overall wellness and hiking safety. But um, is there anything else that you would like to share with the community? I, I I will be participating in that event also. Like I said, I just try to participate in anything that I can do to get the message out that, first of all, 
as far as being a firefighter or a black firefighter, that this career is attainable to us. And, I, and, and hard work and dedication will get you here. And I try to be, give them those, those keys to success that I use. My dad had a saying that I grew up on, and he said, his son, if you got quit in you, they're going to find it. Life is tough, but if you don't give up on the things that you hold near and dear, you can achieve those things. That's awesome. And it's it's very powerful because, like you said before we walked in here, it does not matter your race, your gender, your creed. We we all have the same opportunities in front of us. And we need to take a step back and look at those opportunities for what the character is inside of those people. And when we look at the next generation of firefighters, we talk about, are you the right fit? It does not matter what your skin color is. It matters if you want to protect and serve the community for what we know that it is worth. And I think it's so cool to look at, you know, what you've accomplished in your career with 31 years. And I, I thank you for that. <laughs> well, well, thank you for having me. And I couldn't have done it without my mentors and folks that led the way before me. So I'd like to thank them. And, and it's just been a blessing to be a Phoenix firefighter. Very good. Well, thank you for joining us today, Chief Gamage. It's always a pleasure to sit and chat with you. And again, for all those listening, if you're not following us on social media already, go ahead and follow us. We hope you have a great and safe Sunday.